Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. It's good to have everybody in the house. It is an honor and a privilege to speak the word of God. It always is. But wow, today, especially in these interesting times, I just want to remind you, I do not believe this is the end of the world, according to Scripture. The world will be here next week. But, according to Scripture, this is what the Bible calls birth pains. And it leads up to something big. I don't know the, I don't know the, the time span. I don't know the, the scale. And I do not, not know God's schedule exactly. But I know that he's given us his word and we're responsible for the word he has given us. Are you with me today? Deuteronomy, I believe, 29.29 says, There are hidden things. Those belong to God. But the things I've given you, the Lord says in his word, Deuteronomy 29, the thing, the commandments I've given you, you're responsible for those. You and your children are responsible for those. So look, we have a book that is full of God's word. You want to narrow it down, it's loving God and loving others, all right? It's that simple. I know it's sometimes challenging, even those things as humans, but it's that simple that we love God and we love others others, all right? Those are his commandments according to what Jesus said in the New T Testament. And that sums up the entire scripture, all right? So stay with me on this today as we continue faith for life. I believe, man, faith messages are what we need right now in the world. There's some fear-mongering going on. There's some other stuff. You say, man, but what do I do about this? What do I do about that? My job, this, that, and the other. Hey, I guarantee you, if you'll put God first, God will take care of you. I promise. Don't stop doing the faithful things that you're doing. You say, man, well, I'm a tither and a giver. Keep tithing and giving. Keep doing those things. You don't stop doing the faithful things in a crisis. And today, wow, here we are at church, and there's folks at church, and there's other people in town meeting at church, too. You're doing what you've always done anyway, right? Serve God. Put him first. Show up to church. Praise God. That's great. All right? So in this message today, it's entitled Faith for Life. Somebody say Faith for Life. I've got a lot of verses for you today, and just stay up with us. They're going to be on the screens. We have some great, great, great folks in our video and sound booth, and they're going to keep up with us here. They did a great job last week. So my first point today is this. Slow down. My question for you now is what's really important? You're going to have some things that, man, uh, but you don't understand. Hey, look, work is one thing. God can lead you. If your work changes and you need another job, God will give you another job. Praise God. Or he's going to pick up the work where you're working right now, and that's important. But there's lots of things right now that we're watching people on Facebook and in life. They're trying to keep the same pace they had before, and they're trying to push through. Now, life goes on. I understand that. But many times, a large part of faith is letting go of some stuff and slowing down. Now is not the time, and I need to repeat this, now is not the time to see if you can break the internet by watching 876 consecutive episodes of something on Netflix, all right? And it's funny because people keep saying quarantine, but the truth of the matter is a quarantine means you go into a place and you don't come out for the duration of the quarantine. So there's not a lot of quarantine here. It's funny, people keep using that word. It reminds me, was it that movie, The Princess Bride, John? You keep using that word. I don't think you know what it means, right? You keep saying this word over and over again, but I don't think you, you know exactly what it means. So quarantine means you go home and don't leave for 14 days. A quarantine is I'm not leaving. 
there were some actors supposedly who got this stuff that's going around, and they were locked away in a medical facility for two weeks. Okay, that's a quarantine. So right now, Hobbes is pretty free. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. And if it changes, decide to enjoy it. Decide to trust God and slow down in the areas where God has allowed a slowdown. All right? That's part of faith. So during times of a slowdown, say, man, well, I got stuff to do. Yeah, I know, but now all of a sudden the calendar has changed. We had calendars out this morning, and I went ahead and grabbed them and put them away because those have been put on the shelf now. Because we're, we're not even able to have an Easter conference in, in, in accordance with what's going on with the government mandate. All right? And then flying people in and out, y'all don't want that, we don't want that, they don't want that. All right? So right now, say, what's really important in times like this? What's really important? Well, your walk with God. First and foremost, your walk with God. That's what's really important. That is what's really important. How about your family? Oh, yeah, they're, they're really important. Your family. All right? So you, you see what's really important. There's folks that are getting to, I don't know, to really get to know their spouses finally. I want to reintroduce you to your wife or your husband during this time. You have to stay home or something changes. You're getting to know the kids. I don't know what to do with them. Well, y'all can figure it out. Grandpa and grandma figured it out back in the day. My parents figured it out. And my dad hated hearing this. And I, you know what? I've learned to hate this as well. So don't tell me you're bored. Or I will have you quarantined. He's in a boredom quarantine. Away with you. Away. I've grown to, I'm, I'm bored. What? What do you mean you're bored? We got some cleaning to do, right? Get rid of some of those clothes that you're not wearing anymore. I'm not saying you're not going to be that size again. I'm not. But if you're not going to get to them, let somebody else wear them. Really? No, I've got stuff in my closet. And you're like, and, and the jokes are, how? Are, let's just be real. There's some stuff in my closet now. I'm, I'm really, I'm looking at it like this. I'm going, ah, I don't know, man. You know, I don't know if I'm ever going to be there again. Kind of squint at it. It squints back at me. Listen, slow down. Slow down, and let's see what's really important. That's, that's seeking God, being around people you love. Hey, right now, praise God, church is important. It should have always been, right? But hey, we know this. Your relationship with God has always been important, so that's not going to change now. Focus on God. Let him speak to you. All right? Dad said this, and I felt it was brilliant last week. He said, God is saying, wow, people were finally inviting me back into their calendars. And hey, we, we as a church, we've done our best to honor God and be in his will. And we had a whole calendar of events, and I guarantee you there's just stuff that just, they're just falling off the calendar. I can't stop it. It's just happening. Well, we're going to be all right. You hold on to your faith right now, because now more than ever, your faith is so important. Say, just for me? No, for the people around you. There's people struggling with this. And you honor God so much, and you walk in such great love when you say, hey, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. When you say, hey, man, you can have the last roll of toilet paper at Thriftway. There's one roll left. You can have it. Go ahead, right? <laughs> Honestly, if we'll walk in love through this, it's going to minimize a lot of the problems going on. All right? 
this is going to help us not be so self-centered, I think, really, in many ways. So let's go to 2 Corinthians 12, verse 8. 2 Corinthians 12, 8. And, and hey, don't, don't ever take that as, man, Pastor Matt's beating me up. No, I find areas in my life where I'm still a little self-centered, right? Joyce Meyer used to do the what about me robot thing. What about me? What about me? You remember that? Yeah, what about me? I, no, every, I know, but what? I, hey, come on. It's going to be all right. God is faithful. This is what the Apostle Paul said. He was going through something. No one can tell me definitively, no theologian on the planet knows exactly what the Apostle Paul was going through for certain. But he says, three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. Each time he said, my grace is all you need. Grace is not a free sin pass. Grace is God's empowerment to do what he has called you to do. It's also his undeserved favor. Grace is not a pass to sin, so let's be clear on that. My, God's grace is his empowerment to do right. My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. Mark my words, you're going to see some stuff come out of this whole situation because we don't know how long it's going to go on. And it's going to blow your mind how God restored stuff in your family, how God took care of that, took care of this, paid on that. It's going to be amazing. You're, you just you seek God and put him first and do what my mom used to say, you hide and watch, Right? Each time he said, my grace is all you need, my power works best in weakness. So now, look at what the apostle said, the apostle Paul. He turned it around and said, so now I'm glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. <laughs> That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I want to add the mat, the ML tree, the mat living translation right there. Then I am really strong. For when I'm weak, then I'm really strong. Why? Because it takes the emphasis off me. It takes the glory and the credit away from me. You know how quick humans are to take credit? Yeah, I did that. Uh, you know how quick humans are to steal credit? I'm like, you didn't do that. No, I did that. You didn't do that. But okay, you can have it. Take it. There's your moment of glory. That's your reward. Jesus said they have their reward, right? For when I'm weak, then I'm really, really strong. This is time for God to receive glory through you. You're going to see all kinds. Keep putting God first. You're going to see all kinds of favor on your life. I prophesy to you this morning. You say, what is prophesy? That's deep. No, prophesy is I'm, I'm proclaiming the word of God, even things that he said in his word already. But this is truth for you today. If you will continue to put God first, he will open doors of favor for you. He's going to go before you and make the crooked places straight. Isaiah chapter 45 says he's with you. Scripture says he's your rear guard. Another verse says he surrounds you with favor as with a shield. You're going to get good deals. You, those of you, some of you in here are needing a house. You're going to get the discount of your life pretty soon. Watch. Watch. Things are changing. Say, man, I've been believing God. Yeah, but your faith wasn't at 500 grand. And I'll be honest, I don't know that mine was either. I'm all, 500 grand for that? What? I remember, yeah, I remember the 90s, but it's not the 90s no more. But you're going to have favor, and God's hand is on you. He's with you. He's not loosened his grip on you. He, he asked in Scripture, he says, is my, has, has the arm of the Lord been shortened that it cannot save? Remember we talked about that a few weeks ago? You remember the little T-Rex on, on Toys R uh, Toy, uh, What is it, Toy Story? Toys R Us. They're probably closed right now. <laughs> Toy Story? He hated confrontation. He couldn't do anything. They say that's why the T-Rex died. He couldn't even wash his hands. I don't know if that's true. 
let me just go off on a tangent. I saw a meme, and it was two dinosaurs, and one was looking up at the sky and said, an asteroid, and the other one goes, I better go get toilet paper. <laughs> but anyway, God is going to give you favor through this season. He has not loosened his grip on you. His arm has not been shortened to that of the T-Rex. He can still reach and get you where you are and take care of you. And he hasn't forgotten you. And he, he knows your address. And let's be real. All of y'all that have been watching the news, now y'all are wanting the IRS to have your address now. Everybody's like, oh, I hope they have my address, man. They're sending checks. Man, I, oh, gosh, and I've been hiding and stuff. And Uh-huh. They're sending money now. You're, you're trying to write to the IRS. Please put me back on your mailing list. God knows what's up with you, all right? Come on. Slow down. What's really important? It's time to really slow down and believe God. If you really believe him, slow down. Take some time with the family. Take some time with him. Let's go to Psalm 118, 24. Psalm 118, 24. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Some of you have been in church a while. Some of you have known the Lord a while. He said, man, he just took us back to the basics. Yeah. Remember that song? This is the day. Yeah, that's right. If this is the day the Lord has made, then we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. It's his day. So I'm going to be responsible with it, and I'm going to live like it. And stop trying to do it all by yourself, okay? The joy of the Lord is your strength, it says. Where is that in Nehemiah? The joy of the Lord is your strength. And you need some help during this time. You say, man, it's tough. There's doubts here and there. And say, man, this is, I don't know about that. I don't know about this. You just seek God. The, the point of this whole message today, faith for life, is put God first. Keep seeking God. So number one, slow down. What's really important? Number two, you need to go back to the Word. We, we've already been getting into that. We're always talking about what the Word says here. What does the Word say? Go to Mark 5.36. What does the Word say? But Jesus overheard them and said to Jairus. <laughs> I love saying that when Jairus is here. Jesus overheard them and said to Jairus, don't be afraid, just have faith. And don't be kissing babies on the lips. Jesus overheard them and said to Jairus, don't be afraid. They, you know what they had just told Jairus right here? They said, don't trouble the master anymore. Your daughter's already dead. Don't waste any more of his time. And Jesus, he catches everything, doesn't he? He's in a crowd of people. He's dealing with folks. He's, he's healing people. And he turns around and says, don't be afraid. Only believe. You know, things get stripped away when you slow down, and it all comes back down to what you believe. Don't be afraid. Just have faith. You say, man, what about this? What about that? He says, just have faith. Come back down to back, back to your baseline, back to who you are in God. And I know you love Jesus in this house. That's not even up for discussion. I know you love God. Don't be afraid. Just have faith. Let's go to Romans 15, 13. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm, I love that verse. Can we read it again? I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what the word says. 
go back to the word during these trying times. Because even those in here are like, man, I feel God's strength on me. There's faith. You may have moments you're like, well, I don't know. But they're saying, yeah, but let's go back to what does, let's do that second point. What does the word say? I know, but they're saying this. What does the word say? I think I even accidentally propagated a rumor in here Wednesday night about something. And I didn't mean to, but I repeated something. Hey, make sure your source is clean and good and clear and true, okay? Because Facebook, man, even the Hobbs, I, I just ran out of words. Y'all know that's rare. I went, mm, I was rendered speechless. What? Yes, services are open until otherwise stated. They said the mandate, uh-huh, in writing, we got the mandate. It said worship, worship services are exempt. Walmart's exempt, and they got 10 billion people in there breathing out stinky, dirty viruses and everything else. Touching everything, hugging and shaking hands. I see people, man, what's up, man? And that thing, that has way more people than in here right now. I looked yesterday, every time we pass by, and the day before, and the day before, it's par- it's, they're parking all the way out to, Mac- out to McDonald's, and that's an essential place. This is an essential place. What does the word say? The word is an essential place for you. It really is. Romans 15, 13. Let's let's read that again. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's go to Psalm 65, 11. This has been my war cry this year. You crown the year with a bountiful harvest, God. Even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. You say, man, this is tough. But God says, here's this, though, you're taking care of. Here's this, though, you're taking care of. Here's my question. Did everybody in this room eat this week? Did you have something to snack on this morning? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go real deep with this about your supplies. But um, did... Did you eat something this week? Did you drink stuff? And see, the bottled water thing, remember, if bottled water runs out, there's still water coming from the faucet. <laughs> I'm not scoffing because they say, no, man, in a real crisis in that, I know. you got to be prepared. you got to prepare. But right now, if you can't find bottled water, there's still water coming from the faucet. And it's rained more in March than I've ever seen, so put you a bucket outside if you have to. I've never seen rain like this in March in my whole life. We came here in August of 1986, been here ever since. And there's rain. Just put you out some buckets and some filters and pour some Clorox in it. But, you know, look that up on the measurements because that could get bad real quick. Some people are blessed, and they have pools right now full of water in their backyard. To crown the year with a bountiful harvest. Even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. What does that mean? Number one, he's crowned this year with a harvest. You say, how? Crowned the year with a bountiful harvest. Even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. Right now there's some tough times for different people, even in the oil field, and I acknowledge that. But you put God first. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep seeking him. And even the hard times, they're going to overflow with good things. I promise. Not because I said it. God's word says it. Let's go to Isaiah 41.10. Isaiah 41.10. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up 
with my victorious right hand. You know what champions do when they win? They hold their right hand up like this. You ever seen somebody win something? They hold that, that hand up. Uh-huh. He says, don't be afraid, for I'm with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. The undefeated champion of the universe. Say, man, they have the world record. God has the multiverse record for everything. He owns everything. Scripture says, I, he says, I own the cattle on a thousand hills. The silver and the gold are mine. Say, man, I don't know about giving to the things of God because, man, y'all just want money. Do you think God needs that? And God is faithful. No, he just wants you to be blessed. That's his faithfulness. He says, I want to teach you how to give and be blessed. And it's an ancient law. And he says, I will strengthen you and help you. Let me read that again. I will hold you with my, I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Deuteronomy 31.6. Let's get into the amplified now. Now we're really going deep. Be strong, courageous, and firm. Fear not, nor be in terror before them. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you himself. He will not fail you or forsake you. Can we read that verse again? Be strong, courageous, and firm. Fear not, nor be in terror before them. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Ever. Ever. You say, man, but that didn't work out like I thought. Yeah, but he still came through and he worked it out. It happens a lot of the, a lot of the time this way. I say, God didn't do what I thought. He didn't even do exactly what I asked, and I'm so glad he didn't. Because that was the most, I had a teacher in, in a, a junior, they called it junior high when I went to school. All right? Heiser Junior High, Coach Malone, he'd say, he'd say, knucklehead, that's the most ignorant thing. Can you imagine some of the prayers we've asked? And God's like, that's the most ignorant thing. Like, no, I'm not going to give you that because you can't see the big picture. Pray according to my will. Pray according to my will. Let's read the whole verse again. Be strong, courageous, and firm. Fear not, nor be in terror before them. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not fail you or forsake you, people, to, people of God. He's with you. So we have slow down. What's really important? Let's slow down in your walk with God here, in, in your walk, uh, in your faith walk through this situation. Slow down here. Number two, what does the word say? We got that. So we got to get into the word. What does God's word say? You need to get a grasp of the word, especially in times like this. And number three, oh, this is a big one. What are you saying? What are you saying? That's important. Let's go to Proverbs 15.4. Gentle words are a tree of life. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. Don't let Facebook's deceitful tongue crush your spirit, right? That's not true. What? That's not true. Speak gentle words. Speak life. Speak the truth. Look at this next verse, Proverbs 16, 24. Kind words are like honey. Isn't that nice? I like honey. Sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. Sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. Let's look at this one, Proverbs 18, 13. Look at this one. We've all been there, haven't we? Spouting off before listening to the facts is both shameful and foolish. <laughs> so be careful what you say during seasons like this, but always be careful what you say. Let's go to Mark chapter 11, verse 23. 
This is Jesus speaking. So if you have a red letter edition Bible, this is in red, bright, bold red. Truly, I tell you, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up. Did you catch that? Says. Somebody say says. Got to speak. You got to speak your faith. Whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt at all in his heart, but believes that what he what says will take place. It will be done for him or her or them or us. Everybody. All that he means right there is mankind, humanity. Truly, I tell you, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt at all in his heart, but believes that what he says, what he says will take place. It will be done for him. Let's leave that right there for a moment. I want you to look at that. Focus on it and fixate on it for a minute. Does not doubt at all in their hearts, but believe that what they say will take place. It will be done for them. So that means you got to be careful what you're saying because even negative stuff, we're putting that out into the spirit realm when we're talking trash. Okay? So make sure you're speaking faith. And I know we've all had our moments, man, where we're frustrated and we say, man, I quit. I'm sick of this. I can't no more. I don't know what I'm going to do. You like all the double negatives? Teachers in the house, sorry. Yeah, I can't no more. I just won't no more. I just... I don't know more. Oh, come on. Be careful what you're saying. God's hearing you, but the spirit realm is, is literally charged by the things that you say. Did you know that even quantum physicists have figured out that molecules and atoms behave in the manner that we believe they're going to behave? They've had viewing parties. That's an interesting word right now, where someone would... would they, I guess they'd have a preconceived notion about how these molecules, these tiny subatomic particles and these atomic particles, how they're going to behave. They'd have a preconceived notion about them, and they'd view them, scientists, and describe what they saw. And the other scientists said, I didn't see that. They weren't doing that. They were doing what the scientists believed they were going to do. They behaved exactly how they thought they should act. How is that even possible? Let's take it a little deeper here. Many scientists now, quantum physicists, they believe that down to the particles, you know, everything is made of particles and molecules, and, 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 and then you get into the, the, the molecules and there's atoms and all this stuff, down to the very, very, very basics of life, down to the, the most primordial levels. They say, what, what are those made of? And they've, they've stated now that it looks like the energy that the very particles that make up all of existence... There's energy that makes up all the particles that make up all of existence, and that energy, it looks like code or words. God said in his word, says in his word, that he holds up the worlds by the word of his power. It's, so yeah, what you say is important because you're even changing how the atoms behave around you. Say, no, we're going to have enough. We're going to make it. Everything's going to be all right. I'm strong. I'm blessed. God is with me. Let the, scripture says, let the weak say I'm strong. So be careful about what you're saying. we got to have vulnerable moments, man, where you whisper to someone, man, this is crazy, man. You know what? I'm just saying i got to get this off my chest. Confess your faults one to another so you may be healed and stuff, but I'm having a hard time with this, but help me out. And don't tell everybody. 
And please don't put on Facebook, the sky is falling. Please, don't be poisoning other folks, man. If you're struggling, man, ask God to help you. Get with someone who really believes, someone who loves the word, and agree and pray and say, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief, please. But if you speak and do not doubt, but you believe what you say will take place, it will be done for you. Someone say, it will be done for me. Someone say, it will be done for me. That's right. So what are you saying today? Be careful about the things that you're saying. That's very, very important. So faith for life. Number one, slow down. What's really important through this season? God and his word, your family. All right. And, and there's other things that are important as well, but I'm just I'm focusing on that right now. Slow down. Number one. Number two. What does the word say? And number three. What are we saying? What are you saying? Remember, Scripture says death and life are in the power of the tongue. Man, you can make someone feel awful by the things you say, or you can make them feel great. You can make them feel great by the things that you say. You can speak faith and life. And man, charge somebody up this week by the things that you say, all right? The things that you do. This is one of the greatest opportunities of your lifetime to love people, pray for people, be an example, be a light, and let your faith shine. This is it. It's time. Let's pray today. Go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes, if you would, please. Is there anybody in this house at the sound of my voice or on Facebook Live today, anybody at all, that would say, I need to make Jesus the Lord of my life? I'm not sure where I'm going when I die. You say, man, are you coming up with that? That's, that's harsh. No, Jesus talked about heaven and hell. And if Jesus talked about it, you can guarantee, guarantee yourself, guarantee the universe, we are going to talk about it. Because Jesus mentioned it. He is our example. So if there's anybody in this house or anybody on Facebook Live that says, I need to raise my hand and say, I need Jesus. I've never accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I've never done it before and I want to do it now because I'm not sure where I'm going if I died. And I don't mean in light of recent events. I mean in general because someday everybody's going to go, go cross over to the other side. But we've got to make sure we're right with God now to have a victorious life and have an eternity with him one day in heaven. Anybody in this house, you say, man, I need to make sure I'm right with God. Raise your hand, and I'm going to pray with you. All right. God bless you. Let's pray. Repeat this prayer with me, even those on Facebook Live and in this house. Everybody, let's, let's repeat this today. Say, Heavenly Father, I'm sorry for my sin, Lord. Forgive me. Cleanse me. By the blood of Jesus, I need you, Lord. I make Jesus the Lord of my life. I confess that he is Lord, and I believe in my heart that he was raised from the dead on the third day. I believe I am saved by faith. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now I'm going to allow Facebook Live to stay in with us today. I feel led by the Spirit today, I believe. Go ahead and stand to your feet right where you are. This is for you. This is for you. Anybody hearing my voice today said, oh, it's the messenger. No, it's not my voice. It's the message because the message is the voice of God. It's not my voice. Now, here's the deal today. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray special anointing and blessing and favor over you and protection. We got folks, man, man, running for political office. 
You got folks that are working in here, man. We're all working in some way. You say, man, I don't know. I was sent home. Yeah, you're working at home too. You've got life going on, and life matters to God. He's called you to do these certain things, and he's empowered you by his grace to get those things done. Now you can allow him to do them in his strength and not yours. Scripture says, the battle belongs to the Lord. Another verse says, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So don't force it. Trust God. I'm not saying this is season to be lazy. No. Stay balanced, though. Ask God to give you balance. Ask God to pull you away from activities that are not profitable. Ask God to direct you to the right relationships, the right people, the right job, the right work. Whatever it is you need, ask God to give you wisdom. Scripture says, we make our plans, right? We make plans, but the steps of the righteous, the people who are right with God, they are ordered of the Lord. you got to make plans, but sometimes plans have to change, don't they? Everybody who's on Facebook Live and everybody in this house, go ahead and close your eyes. Raise your hand if you're comfortable doing so. I'd say raise your hand today if you're uncomfortable doing so. Reach out to God. Just reach out to him. It's going to be all right. Father, I plead the blood of Jesus over everybody in this house and those viewing on Facebook Live. I thank you, Father, that we have been called to this certain season, Lord. We're here. We're on the planet. You have a purpose and a plan for us. You're a God of purpose, plan, and design. I break all fear and lies. I cast them off of us right now. We'll not believe the lies of the enemy. We'll not believe the fear of the enemy because fear is a lie. And God, we thank you that your faith is saturating every molecule of our body. And your words are going forth with power right now. As we speak, as we whisper to you, God, the smallest whisper, the name of Jesus, we're charging the very atmosphere, our molecules, at the subatomic level with your life. You spoke, and there was light. You said, let there be light, because words have power. Jesus said, speak to this mountain, and if you believe in your heart, and don't doubt that whatever you say will happen, then it will be unto you according to your faith. So we say it right now, God, we are blessed in the city and the field coming in and going out. Your hand is on us. We're protected. We're protected from this virus and any other virus. The blood of Jesus is over this house. And those on Facebook Live and those that will hear this later, the blood of Jesus is over you. You're protected and you're walking in faith. I declare it. This is the time of your life and it's time to shine. This is the best day of your life. Tomorrow will be the best day of your life. These will, this will be the best season of your life. I declare it. I believe it today. May the Lord bless you and protect you. Smile upon you and be gracious, gracious to you. Give you of his favor and of his perfect peace. Let it be so and may God reveal to you more of himself through this season. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. amen.